0: Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 19. Today, we're going to talk about finishing 2020 strong. You probably don't need convincing that 2020 has been one for the books. Global pandemic, the fight for racial justice, the runway to what may be the most important election of our time. Schools closed, restaurants closed, shops closed, mini home mask sewing factories on every block, a global shortage of Clorox wipes. For all of us, in one way or another, life as we know it has been turned upside down. And yet, despite all that has gone on, I know a lot of us are still looking at the goals we set for ourselves at the start of the year and feeling discouraged. Personally, I know I went into this year with big hopes. I had big revenue goals for the retail shop, Station 7, big plans for finding new shops to carry Good Sheila, big dreams of hosting a podcast. And then within just a few months of making those plans, Station 7 was forced to close, bringing our revenue down to zero. Good Sheila saw wholesale sales nearly grind to a halt. All the lovely shops that carry Good Sheila stationery were in no place to be ordering new product as they were forced to close due to coronavirus, some of them permanently. And while I did launch Making Good, it was on a different timeline and in a different form than I initially thought. And while the last six months have been what can only be described as chaos, the dust is starting to settle and it seems like most of us are trying to find a way to get comfortable in our new normal, at least for now. But despite the fact that the world is a completely different place than it was when I sat down to plan for 2020, I have not adjusted my goals. And so I pretty much have felt constantly in a state of being very far behind where I wanted to be, which does not feel great. Does this sound familiar to you? Do you look at what you had hoped to achieve for yourself and your business in 2020 and just feel bad, discouraged, unmotivated? Today, I realized that I needed to do a bit of a mental reset when it comes to my plans for the rest of the year, and I thought I'd share my process in hopes that it will help you if you'd like to do the same. So I invite you to join me in this process of closing the door from the first two thirds of 2020 and getting thoughtful and intentional about how to have a fulfilling and impactful last four months of the year, the wildest year of most of our lives. So let's get into it. First, I created a worksheet to help you think through this if you're interested. You can grab that for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash finishing2020. So just the word finishing 2020. This is a quick worksheet meant to help you get your thoughts out. Don't overthink it. Don't worry about making smart goals or getting into the weeds and the details. The point of this worksheet is just to get a little bit intentional about approaching the next few months of the year. Okay, so the structure of this exercise is first to think a little bit about 2020 and where we've gotten so far. Achievements, challenges, how life has changed, etc. And then second to focus on setting some objectives and intentions for the next four months of the year. I'm going to do this exercise with you and share my answers in hopes that sharing where I'm at helps you process where you're at and where you want to take the next few months. So the first question is... What did I plan to accomplish in 2020? Include business goals, personal life goals, work goals, health goals, whatever. My answer here is that I had pretty huge revenue goals for this year. I had plans to significantly expand my number of good Sheila stockists, so the shops that carry my cards. I wanted to continue to provide thoughtful and beautiful products and kind customer service to our customers. I had plans to go to yoga several times a week. I had plans to launch this podcast and publish it consistently. I had plans to invest more in-person quality time with my nearest and dearest family and friends. We were working with a fertility clinic to expand our family. We had travel plans that included traveling to Norway for a family reunion. And we were planning for a remodel of our house that would start in the spring. The second question is, how has my life changed since then? Consider your mental health, stress levels, lifestyle, schedule changes, etc. One thing I want to say up front is that I recognize the incredible privilege I have in having been able to stay healthy and financially stable enough to weather the storm of 2020 and stay in business. COVID-19 has cost so many people so much, and my heart goes out to all of those who have been most affected by it. I wrote, the economy basically shutting down did a number on retail, especially in-person retail. This has drastically affected sales for station seven, even now, as well as for Good Sheila, as the stockists that we work with for Good Sheila have not had their normal budgets. So we are nowhere near my initial revenue goal, and it's very unlikely that we'll get there. Travel was canceled. We had to put our fertility treatments on hold. Our remodel was pushed back. I had some other tough personal life stuff come up too, which really threw me. Given that I have OCD, my mental health has been surprisingly okay, and that is a small wonder that I am so grateful for. The next question is, which goals or plans can I release? List anything you're willing to let go of. Okay, so if you're willing to do this, get ready to feel a huge sense of relief. This is where we're going to look at our answers for the first section and say what we're willing to let go of. Here's what I'm willing to let go of. I'm letting go of having any revenue goal at all for the rest of the year. I am letting go of having a desired number of stockists. I'm letting go of my plans to be at yoga classes in person anytime soon. I'm letting go of any expectations around things happening in our personal life, around fertility, our remodel, and socializing. The next question is, what have I learned, done, or achieved that I didn't plan to? What moments or achievements made me proud of myself from 2020 so far? This is your chance to celebrate yourself. Here are my celebrations. First, I launched this podcast. Making Good has been on my heart forever, and I'm so proud to have put it out into the world. I allowed myself to explore some ways that I can make an impact beyond my product businesses. I have very imperfectly and sometimes unsuccessfully juggled two businesses, a podcast, and a lot of things going on in my personal life. I have established a routine around journaling in the morning, something I've been wanting to do forever. I managed to get Station 7 up and running for online shopping within about 10 days of closing our physical doors. And I've continued to invest in myself and my own growth. The next question is, which goals still feel attainable and exciting? Adapt them to your current situation, bandwidth, etc. One goal that hasn't changed is to publish weekly episodes of Making Good, which I have been able to do and intend to continue. And secondly, it's more important to me than ever that we continue to provide excellent, beautiful products and kind customer service to our customers. Pretty much everything else I had planned, I'm going back to the drawing board. The next question is, what new goals or focus do you have now, given the events of the year? You are allowed to change course. One goal I have is to expand the ways that I can add value to small business owners by continuing to look at what I can do through making good. I also want to separate the journey from the results a little bit and focus on taking consistent action rather than trying to achieve certain numbers. I want to show up three to four times per week by email for each of my accounts and I want to consistently show up and engage on Instagram. The next question is, Imagine it's January 1st, 2021. Looking back on 2020, what would make you proud of yourself? I would be proud to look back and see that I had kept my priorities straight, that I didn't let myself get discouraged by the fact that I had to basically throw out my original goals, that I taught myself how to show up consistently rather than simply when I felt like it. The next question is, what impact do I want to make between now and the end of 2020? Who do I want to serve? What do I want to make better? As my business finances start to look a little bit closer to normal, I want to be extremely conscious about what lines I add to Station 7. I'm interested in buying product from Black-owned, LGBTQ-owned, local businesses, and other businesses owned by people with marginalized identities. Good Sheila has a 5% for good donating program where I donate 5% of profits to a cause that I believe in rotating on a quarterly basis. And I've been planning to extend that to station seven for quite a while. And I want to commit to implementing that by the end of the year. Finally, what action steps would move me toward achieving that impact? Focus on tangible actions, not end results. Limit yourself to four major projects. So here's what I'm going to commit to for the rest of the year. The first is consistency. I commit to posting to each of my Instagram accounts one to two times per week and sending three to four emails per email list per month. I commit that these will be focused on providing value, entertaining and educating my audience, not simply selling and serving myself. Giving back. I commit to intentionally supporting businesses owned by people with underrepresented identities. I commit to formally establishing and communicating how I am extending Good Sheila's social good practice to Station 7. New products. I commit to releasing a new suite of products in October. Making good. I commit to working with a coach to work on expanding the reach and impact of making good. I just want to make a note that I have every intention of doing more than this. I definitely want to keep my businesses going and work to have as great of sales as possible. But after the year that we've had, I want to be kind to myself. I'd rather set myself up to exceed my expectations rather than disappoint myself. And those are the questions. The final page of the worksheet has a checklist for incorporating the new goals and plans we have just come up with. So the steps listed there to incorporate these plans into your life are first, to outline the exact steps for each project that we're focusing on. Second, to assign due dates to your tasks and put them into your project management system. So Asana, Trello, or I use ClickUp. Third, put major deadlines into your calendar. Fourth, make your goals visible. You can set your iPhone or computer background, put a sticky note on your desk, etc. The fifth thing is to schedule a monthly check in with yourself to reevaluate where you are and continue to adjust your plan as needed. And finally, be kind to yourself. This year has tested all of us, and we could all use a little bit of self compassion. Like I said earlier in the episode, this worksheet really isn't meant to be difficult. These questions are meant to prompt you to think about what you really want to focus on for the next few months, but skip the questions that don't resonate with you and spend extra time on the ones that do. The world today, September 2020, is a very different place than it was in January 2020. You have full permission to let yourself off the hook for any of the plans you made then that simply don't make sense anymore. And you also have full permission to step into making an even better and bigger impact. If 2020 has taught me anything, it's that we really don't have that much control over things. What we do have control over is the energy we release into the world and the impact we make. You can make a difference in so many ways, even when your revenue numbers may not be where you'd like them to be. You can provide amazing customer service that makes people's days You can be a really good and fair employer. If you have extra bandwidth and not enough work, you can donate your services. You can vote. You can convince those around you to vote. You can convince your customers to vote. You can spread the word about causes you care about. You can be super intentional in your spending. Extra credit when you buy from other small businesses. You can teach your audience something. You can make people laugh. You can support another business owner, and the list goes on and on. This brings me back to what this podcast is all about, and that is exploring all of the different ways that we can use our businesses to do good in the world. And there are so many ways we can make an impact, even when the sales may not be pouring in. I will leave you with one of my favorite quotes by primatologist and animal activist Dr. Jane Goodall. She said... You cannot get through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. Okay, so that's what I have for you today. Again, if you would like to download the worksheet that accompanies this episode, just head over to makinggoodpodcast.com slash finishing 2020 or grab it at the show notes page at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 19. So it's one nine. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a rating and review. And if this is your first time tuning in and you're interested in hearing more about my businesses, check out my plant-inspired stationery company, GoodSheila at GoodSheila.com or the Seattle retail shop. We also sell online now, Station 7 at Station 7 Seattle. So Station, the number 7, Seattle. Thank you so much for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.